Welcome, everybody. Hope you're all having a good day so far. We have a lot to cover here. Um, lots of lots of developments, lots of news, lots of drama. People are arguing about whether this is real, whether this is fake, whether it's scripted, whether it's organic, uh, whether it's being uh, rigged. I don't know if I already said that or whether uh, this is the, the vote of the people. So let's dive in. Welcome, everybody. Hope you're all doing good. Uh, let's start here at the first tab. Let's look at the Associated Press numbers first. Joe Biden winning handsomely by 50 electoral votes, according to which states the Associated Press has called so far. Now, if you've been following, you'll notice that two states have changed colors. Pennsylvania and Georgia are now being projected or they're saying Biden is leading those states. So I guess it's just straight off the, the numbers. They're saying that Biden's now leading. That's different than a projection, I imagine. Um, you know what? I think the projection is when they call it, right? Although I've, I guess you could have different levels of certainty, right? Proje if you're going to call it, you know, it's pretty high certainty. You can still project, you know, we, we're... So <laughs> I don't want to get into the minutia there, but... Very interesting to see, okay, these states have dragged their feet, drugged their feet for days and days and days. Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, and Nevada. And lo and behold, just like the uh, the AG of Pennsylvania said, Josh Shapiro, give it enough time. If we count all the votes, there's no way that Trump can win. So how did he know that? How could he possibly have known that? I mean, sure, he could have been saying he was going off the polls, but the polls have been proven wrong. At this point, in my opinion, um, they said that Biden was going to have a much bigger landslide. All right, let's let's dive in here. This is the CNN map. You'll see um, some some minor differences here. Here they don't have Arizona. Sorry about that. I don't know where that uh, rustling is coming from. Hmm. Okay, that's better. So uh, Arizona here is the big one that the Associated Press is calling that CNN has not called. So that's very that's very strange. And I'm sorry for the audio. I really don't know. You guys hear that hissing, that crackling? It's annoying. Um. See what I can do here. Like some interference. Okay. So uh, this is interesting. Last night we saw, I believe it was in Philadelphia. You know, now I'm, I'm kicking myself. Let's let's look that up. Uh, it was a MAGA Humvee. Cyber Dissonance says audio is good. Maybe it's just in my ears. Um, So there was news last night. Oh, no, it was a QAnon, excuse me, QAnon Humvee. This was like the big, uh, yeah, it was Philadelphia. This was the story from last night. I I'm very skeptical. I think it's like, <laughs> you know, almost too good for the establishment to be true. QAnon believer and alleged Philly Convention Center threat linked to far-right VA senator. 
So this guy, apparently some people armed in a Humvee, a QAnon Humvee, where we go one, we go all with an American flag and a retro one. Uh, they said that there is an issue with, uh, what, what, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to debug the audio at the same time. Shout out to everybody out there. Um, sorry for the audio issues if there are, although people are telling me in the chat it sounds okay. So thank you everybody for, for the feedback. So uh, last night they had this Humvee that was apparently a threat. They said that they were going to storm. When I say they, I'm talking about the establishment mainstream and the police. The police and the mainstream were like, oh, these guys were going to attack the election workers. Like a Q and like the QAnon is getting like the QAnon base is getting all riled up and, you know, ready to go to arms. That's what they wanted to picture here. Now, maybe it was actually somebody. I don't know. It just sounds really suspect to me. And then today we had this story. So that was last night. Today we have this story. Philadelphia evacuations underway after bomb threats near vote counting center. Security officials received two calls from the same individual were received on Friday. That's kind of a weird sentence, but it's breaking news here. So today today is Friday, October or excuse me, <laughs> November the 6th. And uh, what are they saying here? Evacuations are underway in Philadelphia on Friday afternoon after bomb threats were called into an area close to the convention center where ballot counting is taking place. So somebody said they're going to blow up a bomb. And they're like, oh, well, this must be real. Nobody would ever give us false intelligence to make us jump. So they're, they're freaking out about this. Next up, and this came from last night, so some of this news is already dated. Um, last night, Trump's lead in Georgia decreased to 463 votes. Now, that is one of the states that has since gone to Biden. Biden's currently leading that, according to the Associated Press, by, let's see, 1,500? I believe, well, no, no, no. Yeah, 1,500 votes. And uh, people are also saying that some military votes might come in and might uh, turn the tide back to Trump's direction. Now, we've seen a number of interesting videos come out. And uh, and the videos talk about uh, voter fraud and alleged voter fraud and videos where people are filling in bubbles and doing all sorts of crazy things that we can't, un we can't really... Uh, make sense of from an outside observer of course there's always like the mainstream explanation but it's very confusing to try to understand okay why is there nobody watching why are these people just filling in bubbles on ballots that that kind of thing now here is somebody who claims to be a registered democrat in philadelphia uh check this check this clip out McCaffrey, i'm a reg registered democrat in the city of philadelphia today i'm at the philadelphia convention center and I am overseeing the ballot counters. I will let you know the corruption that is going on here. They will not allow us within 30 to 100 feet to supervise the ballots being counted. This is a coup against the President of the United States of America, and I want to call out the Mayor of Philadelphia, James Kenney, the Attorney General, Josh Shapiro, who tweeted that there's no way Donald Trump can win president of the United States of America, and also the District Attorney of Philadelphia, Larry Krasner. 
I can't believe what I'm seeing right before my eyes. This has nothing to do with Joe Biden or Donald Trump. This has to do with our democracy. And I will tell you, there is corruption at the highest level in the city of Philadelphia. My name is Brian McCaffrey. I'm a registered. Very interesting. So he, he names he names himself. He says he's a registered Democrat in Philly and says that the level of corruption going on here is at the highest level. Wow. He said there's a coup against the president. And what's really interesting about that is if he is really a Democrat, you know, I, I trust, you know, I trust somebody who doesn't have a motive and he could have a motive. I'm not saying he doesn't have a motive, but if he was a Republican poll watcher and he's saying this, you know, that's we have to be suspect because he has a motive to, to see doubt. Right. That benefits the Republicans here. Not that that doesn't means that they're lying. I'm just saying. But if he's a Democrat, you know, um, I guess his only motive is to make sure it's legitimate and that the votes actually count. And we're going to see some other videos here about what's going on in Philly and in other places and what people are concerned about. Uh, but this is very troubling. Next up, uh, people are asking questions like, how did Biden get more votes than Obama got in 2008 amid COVID and amid um Biden not being as energetic and as, um, you know, I, I, it was totally different when Obama was running in, in 2008, in my opinion. Um, I feel like he had much more support, huge, huge rallies. I mean, Trump has some rallies that kind of rival Obama's, maybe even more. I mean, but that aside, Biden does not. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, that's because of COVID. And uh, also the COVID could have helped the voter turnout since people didn't actually have to turn out they could just mail it in phone it in not literally phone it in the uh the idiom you know uh, they don't have to actually walk the walk they can just uh you know exchange some mail and put put a letter in their mailbox right it's much easier no no wait right so this is another question that's being asked and this was on zero hedge why does biden have so many more votes than Democrat senators in swing states. All right. So I'm trying to debug that little sound there. I know it's not major, but um, I think it's my mic or something. Uh, if you if you like the show and you want to support to help me get better equipment, um, the, the, pa the Patreon is the best way to do it. And shout out to the Patreon who've helped me buy all this equipment and all these books and stuff and helped out with the research. I really appreciate it. Okay. Next up. Um, well, let's just look at this, look at this uh, tweet here. This is us rebellion, 1776. Look at the difference in uh, Michigan here. The, the two maps with uh, Biden on the left and Gary Peters on the right. Now, with the exception of Grand Rapids, it looks like very similar coloring to the map. And of course, red is a Republican, blue is Democrat. But look at the vote counts that are um, that are different here. So 27 or 2.7, actually like 2.8 million for Joe Biden, 2.7 million for Gary Peters, 2.6 million for Trump, 2.6 million for John James. And they bring up the fact that most people just vote down ticket or a lot of people vote down tickets. So maybe people were supporting the Republican locally and, and 
the Democrat nationally? I don't know. Like, I, I think people should look at each race and decide. I also, you know, am very sympathetic with the people who say it's all rigged. And, you know, it's it's a, um, a fake choice where they rig both sides and then they don't care who you vote for. That's kind of what I side towards. But, like, I think voting just for one party down ticket, just for the hell of it, without, you know, if especially if that goes against, like, your decision if you were just to look at them case-by-case basis that just seems foolish to me like you should just want the best people with the best policies um but yeah a lot of times people will will be down ticket because those are the people they like so that's a different story next up uh james o'keefe uh in the day after his late his last uh usps whistleblower expose puts out another one another person reached out to him and I wanted to play this for you all here. Check this out. Okay, tell me where you work. I work at the post office in UAPA. Tell us what happened this morning, November the 5th. This morning I was casing my route and I saw the postmaster pull one of our supervisors to the side. And uh, as he was pulling the supervisor, it was, and it was really close to where my uh, minor case was, so I was able to hear him listen in. And I heard him say to the supervisor that they messed up yesterday. That they, and I was, so I was like, oh, what did they mess up on? And uh, he told the, the supervisor that um, they had uh, postmarked one of the pallet to the fourth, to the third. Why was he- so more reports about uh, USPS um, delivery uh, people being asked to uh, facilitate and help engage in uh, voter fraud via uh, turning the dates back, backdating and using stamps that are misleading what date the mail was sent on in order to get them counted. For whatever reason, like this seems like one part of maybe another uh, larger scheme, but we are having um, good Samaritans come forward from within the USPS to blow the whistle on this. And this is the second one. So uh, check this out. Be upset. Uh, because, well, he's not honest to God. He's actually a Trump hater. But uh, he, because they were wanted, because uh, it may have came from Pittsburgh. I don't know the whole details because I'm not a supervisor. All these ballots that are coming in today, tomorrow, yesterday, are all supposed to be postmarked the third. Do you believe that order still stands? Yes. I, no doubt, considering that they still want us to pick up the uh, ballots tomorrow. They had a specific meeting, a uh, safety meeting, where one of the, uh, where one of the, the higher-ups Rob and Stephanie basically told us to make sure we pick up the ballots and give them directly to the supervisor. Rob, the postmaster. Yes. And and uh, and you're telling. Wow, you hear that? He said, "Rob, that's the postmaster, and Stephanie. I don't know who Stephanie is. Basically, told us to make sure we pick up the ballots and give them directly to the supervisor. That's Rob Reichenbach Jr., the postmaster, apparently." Who gets a call from uh, James O'Keefe? And I, if I'm remembering correctly, he says, I don't talk to journalists like you and hangs up. Check this out. 
they're still asking people to pick up ballots tomorrow, November 6th. Yes. There's a whistleblower inside your office that says that you uh, have been ordering employees to backdate ballots to November 3rd from November 4th and 5th. Yeah. That's untrue, and I don't talk to reporters. Thank you. Okay, but um, he's, we've had multiple sources say that this is happening. He hung up the phone on him. Wow. You know what's funny is he said that's untrue. That's untrue. It's just straight out of 1984 Newspeak. Who knows what I'm talking about? In 1984, uh, they talk about the, the word ungood. It's pretty, it's pretty much the example they give. Okay, so uh, let's see here. So basically, they're, they're, their goal is to reduce the number of words in the dictionary and uh, control their meaning, right? Every, every uh, edition of the Newspeak dictionary, they put out more mind control via the dictionary telling people what words mean right so these are the prefixes that are you that are shown in the book so un with the word after it is used to indicate indicate negation as newspeak has no non-political antonyms for example the standard english words warm and hot are replaced by uncold <laughs> so untrue that's untrue james i don't talk to journalists like you so, uh, and the moral concept communicated with the word bad is expressed as ungood. <laughs> so I just think it's really funny that he said that's untrue. Like, I guess that's like, I, maybe that's not as weird as it sounds to me, but, um, now I've got to like, look it up. Not in accordance with fact or reality, false or incorrect. So I guess it is a word, but why don't you just say that's false? It's untrue, James. It's untrue. Okay, moving on. This is interesting. This is a really interesting story. Steve Bannon got himself suspended off a lot of different platforms. Uh, Twitter, MailChimp, Periscope, and probably more to come. Uh, and when you hear what he did, you're going to be like, wow, that's very, you know, like... You know, uh, let me just read out what he what he said, which is, you know, in my opinion, a little over the line. I'm sure some people love to hear it, but, you know, it's can't believe he was like put out a video saying this if it's true. Uh, Steve Bannon's Twitter account was suspended Thursday after allegedly calling on the nation's leading infectious disease expert, Anthony Fauci's head on pikes on his podcast. His podcast Twitter account War Room Pandemic was suspended after the statement went live. Uh, Twitter says Bannon's account was suspended for violating our policy on the glorification of violence. I just want to get to the... The key... Uh, Wait, let me, I've got to find the actual story. Um, maybe I have it. Do I have a CNN article queued up? Nope. Let me get it real quick. Like, we got to get the the whole quote, right? Bannon, CNN, Twitter ban. Bannon, Bannon got banned off Twitter. <laughs> Twitter's been Bannon, Bannon. All right, here's the next uh, 
article on this. He then said he would go further. Further than just firing Fauci and Ray. Ray being the uh, FBI director. Quote, I'd put the heads on pikes, right? I'd put them at the corners of the White House as a warning to federal bureaucrats. You either get with the program or you're gone. That's going to trigger some people. That almost, I mean, that triggers me almost. <laughs> like, that's pretty, uh, pretty out there. I mean, I, I think people should be allowed to say what they want. You know, I'm a free speech absolutist, but uh, Twitter, you know, does, it doesn't surprise me that he gets banned off Twitter. So, you know, that's my take on it. Bannon was also banned on Thursday from MailChimp. Now, what's crazy is um, social media is brought social media users brought this up to Mailchimp, and they said, "Oh, uh, we can confirm we've identified this account and closed it." So basically, if you make a mistake anywhere in the world, they will track you down and sever all your business ties as a customer to all these different internet service providers. That's the scary thing here. It's like, oh, if you if you get a little too drunk and say something, then your whole life can be deplatformed. So um, that's why I don't advocate for alcohol. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's why I advocate people be very careful what they say. But then again, like, it, it's crazy that we're, I mean, we talked about Newspeak just a second ago. It's crazy that our thoughts and uh, actions are being molded with these community standards, right? And it just, you know, it's it's only going to get worse. And that's the other thing is we know, okay, well, what I'm saying now is going to be judged in 30 years based on the new standards. And certainly I'm not going to be, <laughs> I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to meet the, meet the cut of those people. So it's almost like a, uh, um, <laughs> uh, it's impossible to win. Well, maybe it's possible to win, but it's not. It's looking bleak. It's looking very bleak. Okay, uh, this is interesting. Hello, everybody. This uh, came out. Everybody, welcome back. To this is um. Ah, man, I forgot his name. It's the National File guy. Uh, I'll find his name here. I think. Oh, Patrick Hall. Patrick Hawley or Howley. I for, let me let me look it up. But um, it's nationalfile.com. This is a statement he put out. Uh, I, I believe going into the election, or maybe in the days right after. It says November fifth. Uh, Dry Fire Faith, thanks for sending me this. Uh, let's watch this at one point. One and a half speed. Go ahead. Hey, guys. So I uh, wanted to give you an update on everything that's going on today. The Texas political director for the Joe Biden campaign, Dallas Jones, according to numerous sources inside law enforcement and according to numerous sources across the great state of Texas and uh, social media posts that are spreading, social media, media videos that are spreading, and also surveillance footage um, and surveillance uh, capabilities that I've seen. All right, I'm loving the chat. Uh, shout out to Michael in the chat. Michael says he's not some random drunk guy saying something wrong. He has a huge platform and calling for the beheading of people. You're right, Michael. You're right. No, there's a big difference. But I'm. T Do you see what I'm saying though? Like how this same, this same type of policy, could easily be used on anybody in the future. Um, all it takes is somebody to flag you to the people to send to tweet them a video of you and then they cross-reference their records um 
let me see here what else uh somebody says now do kathy griffin yeah did you guys see Ka kathy griffin put out a um an actual well you guys saw the photo right from a few years ago she reposted that this bloodied head of trump like a trophy kill like picture of the president's head covered in blood crazy uh psychopathic photo and I think, you know, kind of what Bannon was saying on that, like uh, Michael said, it's a big platform. I think that's psychopathic, too, to be honest. Um, let's see. Michael said something else. Uh, Michael said, if you have people in power calling out violence, people will die. Michael says, um, you can't yell fire in a movie theater and you can't yell. You can't tell people to behead government officials. Um, that's that's true, Michael, but you're quoting um, Oliver Wendell Holmes, Justice Holmes, who says that even the the strongest supporter of the First Amendment would never allow anybody to present a clear and present danger like yelling fire in a movie theater when there's no fire. The same guy argued to sterilize people who he deemed not smart enough. So, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of Wendell Jones or Wendell Holmes, excuse me. Uh, I don't go around quoting Holmes. And uh, I kind of resent people uh, for doing that. Let's keep watching this clip here, though. But um, I just wanted to say that, like, I hate when people quote this eugenicist guy, this uh, Supreme Court Justice Holmes. People need to do their homework, their homes work. All right. Um, shows that it appears that Dallas Jones was forcefully interrogated by the FBI today uh, and was, in fact, in, in FBI uh, custody undergoing interrogation. Now, um, I am awaiting word from the FBI and also from Mr. Jones himself. This scandal um, hinges on voter fraud, a massive voter fraud ring that's being run in the city of Houston and in Harris County. Uh, this is something that uh, some very good people and I have been working on for quite some time and that I've been reporting on. There are now a number of uh, sworn pieces of testimony and sworn affidavits, including to the Texas Supreme Court, alleging and in fact catching this voter fraud operation. A sworn affidavit provided to the district attorney just hours ago shows that uh, the uh, precinct workers were using stacks of driver's licenses, phony driver's licenses, and matching them up with people who are doing drive-through voting. So now we have a little bit more context about all of those phony driver's licenses that are being pumped into this country through airports, including by the Chinese Communist Party. Um, and so as we, uh, uh, we have photographic evidence of that, which I published, and also sworn testimony. Um, now we also have uh, several affidavits filed to the Texas Supreme Court, um, linking uh, the Joe Biden campaign directly to this activity in the 2020 presidential election. Private investigator, retired Houston police officer Mark Aguirre, uh, said the following, I am a retired captain with the Houston Police Department. I am now a private investigator, and this is under oath, by the way. I'm currently involved in an investigation related to a wide-ranging and fraudulent ballot harvesting scheme in Harris County intended to rig the elections in the Houston slash Harris County area. This scheme involves voter fraud on a massive scale. Based on interviews, review of documents, and other information, and I have seen these documents, by the way, and the other information, I have identified the individuals in charge of the ballot harvesting scheme. These individuals include political consultant Dallas Jones, who was recently hired by the Joe Biden for President campaign to oversee their Harris County initiative. District 13 Texas State Senator Boris Miles, who is the handler of Mr. Jones. Political consultant Gerald Womack, and Precinct 1 Harris County Commissioner Rodney Ellis. One so he goes in on this uh, here, but um, he, he and Project Veritas have been doing a great job of showing a lot of voter fraud and, or alleged voter fraud. But it's it's very interesting because like there's all these different incidents. And when you start looking at it, you're like, how how legitimate are these elections really? So I'll put this link in the chat. Uh, maybe if we have some more time, we'll come back and watch the rest of it. But, uh, well, let's watch a little bit more. Um, he does a lot of great work. Again, this is the National File guy. 
who's been tracking voter fraud. And uh, he, did you hear what he mentioned earlier? The uh, stack of driver's licenses and the drive through voting. Uh, he has a great article about that on the website. So let's watch a little bit more. Of the companies these individuals are using as a front for this operation is AB canvassing, although there are others that have identified that we are investigating. I have in my possession videotaped interviews of witnesses attesting to the aforementioned people having groups of people completing thousands of absentee and mail-in ballots, including completing ballots for deceased individuals, illegally going into nursing homes with the complicity of the nursing home staff, and filling out and forging the signatures of nursing home residents, signing up homeless individuals to vote using the ballot harvester's address, then completing the ballot and forging the homeless individual's uh, signature. This entire operation is being run by the elite politicians of the Democrat Party in Houston, Harris County. And that is uh, just one of the affidavits in this case. Now, we already have published photographic evidence showing that these stacks of driver's licenses were being used for drive-through voting. This is the big thing that they're doing in Houston. Drive-through voting. You can vote like it's Taco Bell because of the coronavirus scandemic. Well, they, what, what they're supposed to do is they're supposed to show an ID when they drive through, and then the precinct worker is supposed to match their ID up to uh, the voter rolls. But what's happening is they're driving through without an ID. The precinct workers are taking the ID, fraudulently linking it up with the people who are doing the drive-through voting, and giving them a fake identity in order to vote. Okay? So now we have much greater perspective about why so many driver's licenses are being fraudulently shipped into this country, including by the Chinese. Now, Harris County is one of the biggest counties in the United States of America. Houston is where they think they're going to be able to flip this election. This uh, voter fraud operation has been busted, including on tape with Democrats in the past going into nursing homes, getting the nursing home residents to simply sign off on the selected candidate that the Democrats want them to vote for. And in fact, we even have a nursing home resident uh, who was denied food until he or she agreed to vote for the candidate that the nursing home uh, operator was forcing, was forcing this old person to vote for, denying them food. Ken Paxton, the Attorney General in the state of Texas, has unveiled a number of felony charges against uh, members of this voter fraud ring in the state of Texas. Um, and right now, as the reports surge, and there's still no denial from Mr. Jones um, regarding what happened today with the FBI. All right. So, yes, I was playing that on a little bit faster speed there, but um, more in that video there. Uh, but I just wanted to get that out there. Very interesting uh, work that he's doing uh, here, like we just covered, MailChimp uh, shut shuts down Steve Bannon's account. So MailChimp is Bannon Bannon too. Uh, let's watch this little clip. Uh, MSNBC covering Pennsylvania. Quite a bit. In Philadelphia. Also sped up. We think there are about 23,000 outstanding mail ballots in Philadelphia. In Allegheny County, Pittsburgh, there are about 35,000 uncounted mail-in ballots. Uh, in, uh, let's see here, in Bucks County, we think this is uh, right up here, we think there are about 4,000. You get these are the big uh, spots for it. But overall, you know, you're still looking at something in the neighborhood of 100,000 uh, uncounted mail ballots, okay? About 100,000 uncounted mail ballots, according to the state right now. Now, we look at that and we say, well, Biden's winning the mail ballots at a 75% rate, should gain about 50, should net about 50,000 votes from that total. Here's the first piece of complexity. It's far from clear at this point that all 100,000 of those mail ballots, of those uncounted mail ballots, will in fact be counted. One of the things that we're seeing in a lot of these counties that have done and been doing uh, their uh, absentee mail vote counting is they're, they're not getting down to zero. And remember, they're getting these ballots, they're opening them up, they could be challenged. We had that whole conversation about if it's not inside the envelope, it's right. inside the envelope, that can happen here. Right. So you say there's 100,000 that are uncounted, they, that doesn't mean that's going to be what actually goes into the final vote total here. Right. There's uncertainty there. And if that came down 25,000, 30,000, this is just, you know, right. to give you a sense of it, then Biden's not getting as much out of that as I think people would assume. Right. That's one possibility here, okay? So it's, there's no dispute right now that the uncounted, the mail ballots that are outstanding that do get counted will overwhelmingly favor Biden. And that with each update there, this lead he's accumulating from that will go up. There's a question of how much that lead will go up because we're not entirely sure how many of these actually get counted, okay? Yes. That's the first piece of it. All right. So we'll pause between the pieces of it. And before he gets to the second piece of it, I just want to show what he's talking about here. This is Pennsylvania, uh, Pennsylvania right now. It's a little confusing how this works. Okay, let's see. Three, three. Okay, so this updates down at the bottom with this state. Okay, here's the map of Pennsylvania. Not sure why it gets faded out and then everything else is still colored bright, but we can see the red and the blue. 
like in most places in the country, cities versus countryside versus, you know, rural areas. And that I'm just you know, synonym for countryside. So it's it's the city centers, the the urban areas versus the rural countryside. We all know the story. So you know the thing. Joe Biden, 3.3 million and 15,000. Trump, just 3.3 million. So Biden sitting on a 15,000 point or vote lead here. Very, it's actually a little less than 15,000 of 14,800. 14,800 separate the two. But remember, this has been red almost the entire election, along with Georgia also being red. So those have turned blue. Biden's leading in those states. And uh, I, I think I saw somewhere, maybe we'll get to it, that uh, they've practically, well, I'll, I'll cover that when I get to it. But I think I saw something that said uh, somebody declared Biden the, vic- the victor, like the election board or something. We'll have to cover that in a second. So uh, this is pretty sad. Third grade student forced to remove her Jesus loves me face mask during class. So they're like, oh, pandemic, it's such a crazy issue. Uh, Everybody has to wear a mask. Oh, but not that mask, because apparently our disdain for Jesus trumps this freaking out that we're having about the pandemic. Like, how is this offensive to anybody? Oh, no, we can't see the word Jesus. We don't believe Jesus loves you because we don't think that Jesus is still alive or we don't think he exists, so... That that is an inaccurate mask. It's like, geez, just let her wear her mask. It's it's insane. She shouldn't even have to wear a mask if she doesn't want to, or if the family doesn't want to. Uh, oh, and of course, it was during a computer class. I had a computer uh, science professor at uh, when I you know I went to school at Rice University, uh, studied computer science, and uh, I had a professor there. I, I'd say his name if I could remember it. Uh, I'll, I'll look him up. But he, he said point blank, as in the teacher role where he's supposed to be saying truths to the class, that he knew 100% that God didn't exist. There's no such thing as God. And uh, it really made me doubt. I mean, actually, I agree with him at the time. That's what's funny is uh, at the time I was an atheist. But when actually, when I heard him say it, I'm like, uh, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> and I switched. Well, not Maybe not right then, but around that, the, around that time. It just sounded so crazy. He's like, oh, there's no, no God. I proved it. I ran. A, I wrote a computer program and I proved it. I'm like, okay, I'm on the wrong side here. Moving on, um, New York Post says Michigan AG asks residents to stop telling her staff to shove sharpies up their butts. So this kind of uh, took me off guard when I read that headline. I just wanted to show you what the uh, I covered the coverage. Um, this person says, "What a time to be alive!" With this funny meme here, <laughs> words. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So that's apparently a common request in Michigan. And enough, it's a common request in Michigan enough for the attorney general to come out and address it. So Michiganders, please stop, she says. Next up, apparently Graham donates half a million dollars. How does Graham have half a million dollars first off? Not that I'm like a communist or anything that's saying people shouldn't have money, but like, what has this guy done? Seriously, I mean, other than sell out to big... <laughs> To big money, I guess. 
So he's donated half a million dollars to Trump's legal defense fund. Uh, okay, wow. This is from a suspended account. So they are banning people off Twitter for posting videos, apparently, that uh, that go contrary to the the narrative. So this this video was somebody filling out a uh, a ballot while they're supposed to be counting them, and I don't know which one it is at this point. Let me try to think. Shoot, see that's the problem is I I, <laughs> I need to have like backups to the backups, and I don't remember which which tab was for which video. It's all right. Well, it's not all right, but we'll we'll get through it. So next up, U.S. postal worker caught at Canadian border with stolen ballots in their car truck. Um, it wasn't that many, to be fair. It wasn't that many, um, to be fair to uh, the the people who are going to be complaining that I cover this story. It, it was just a handful of ballots, but still, it's like, why are you, where are you going with those ballots, dude? Next up, we have... Another video that I was going to show you that's been deleted. So, uh, I did see a video with a guy going down the list, just saying, like, he said, "Thank you, California, for the seven votes," and he vote and he voted all Biden for all of them. Um, Which is kind of funny. Okay, well, there's a th there's a thought. What if um, I'm just thinking here. What if people sent in ballots, but they were so lazy that they didn't actually complete the ballot? You know, like they found some mail-in ballot somewhere. Like maybe they got delivered to their house or something. Because let me see if I can find this video. Um, there's a man who has like six ballots and he says, thank you, California for the, Oh, here we go. Let's watch this video. So imagine he only answers that he wants Joe Biden and he doesn't answer any of the other ones. And then that would kind of <laughs> answer the question, I guess, of why we see them completing the ballots. It's like, Oh, what if they just received a ballot that just said Joe Biden that are like, Oh shoot, we need to fill out all these other ones. I don't know. That could be it. Could be a, a reach. Maybe you're allowed to not answer on others. Uh, I don't know how it works if they're supposed to throw away ballots that are invalid. But like, imagine like what is going on in this picture, and why did he film it and uh, put it up on the internet or however this got out? So let me know what you think of this, Michael, in the chat, who's been trying to debunk every every claim I, that people are making, which is good. We we appreciate having you here, Michael. So I guess he doesn't say thanks for the seven extra ballots, but it says it here on his video. Thanks for the seven extra ballots, California. So I don't know how this video was released. It could be a, it could be a forgery. I mean, maybe this could obviously just be printed out pieces of paper and, and he could just be an epic troll trying to, uh, or maybe a hoax, right? It could be a hoax to try to make it look like there's not 
So uh, Michael says, not real ballots. You can tell by the lack of the lines around the edge. Interesting. So uh, Michael, in the chat, what do you think? You think this is like a Republican doing a hoax? Or do you think this is somebody trying to get some street cred by filling the, uh, the box for Biden? So I just want to show the video. One, two, three. So he just... He accidentally, he accidentally, he accidentally voted uh, libertarian there, and then he's like, "Oh shoot, <laughs> oh shoot, I wouldn't want people to have individual rights." Let's make sure we we tag Biden there. Collectivist down ticket. So people are getting really triggered by this one. Michael says it's the same the same as the video from Don Jr. showing ballot burning. They were sample ballots confirmed by the election board of that state. It's some guy looking for cred. Obviously, it's TikTok. See, I don't even know the interfaces. Is this TikTok? Is this a recording of TikTok? I see. I, I don't I don't use that one, to be honest. Next up, uh, Josh Kaplan reports. ABC News says. Judge issues formal order denying Trump campaign a request to stop counting in Wayne County, Michigan. So to be honest, I think it's weird that Trump is saying stop counting. I get why, but like I like his argument better where he's like, just count every legal vote. That that makes sense. But like stop counting. It is weird that they're counting so long. And yeah, if there's any uh, fakery going on, they, they have more. More time to do it. You know, less people put their guard down, I guess, if it's going days and days and days. Think about that, too. So. uh, Also, we're looking at videos from these counting places and there's like no supervision going on and people are just filling out ballots and people are like, no, 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 no. The problem you're misunderstanding it, guys. There was a damaged ballot. The machine wasn't reading it. So there's one person at one side of the table telling the other person at the other side of the table and they're filling out their ballots. Like, let me show you some examples. Thankfully, I, I uploaded some of these to um, to my BitChute account. Where they'll last a little bit longer than on Twitter, apparently. Um, so here are two examples. And I think, by the way, I think I fixed that audio issue I was having earlier. So I'm, I'm super pumped about that. Sorry for the, Sorry for the issue earlier. So election fraud caught on tape, you decide. So what is she doing here? Some people say, I want to hear from Michael on this one. Michael, you and I ought to do a, uh, an interview or a, a debate or something. Um, you sound outspoken. And uh, sometimes, though, the outspoken people in the chat don't want to actually use their voice. Sometimes the socialists are the least social, I've found. So let's, let's watch here. What is this woman doing? Now, if you listen to the audio, he says she's been doing this for like an hour. Now, there's nobody watching over her. Also, this uh, man here is some people. Some people say this man here is telling her which which circles were filled out on this sheet because they're transcribing it because it wasn't going through the paper. But other people are saying, look, they're on, they're using the same pieces of paper here. They're the same sizes. So th there's you know there's one theory that like. They had to change the ballot sizes to get them through an, a new machine or something, but they're like the same size pieces of paper. Um, now, what if TikTok man over here only filled out Joe Biden? He's that lazy. 
and he sends it back in and this lady's like oh shoot we've got to make this look like a legitimate ballot and she fills in all the the circles that's just a theory i have i, I just thought of that um but i want to hear from michael definitely and let's watch and let's watch and this clip Wow, so Michael doesn't even have an answer for this one. Michael's stumped. Michael says, I don't know what she's doing, LOL. I have no reason to believe it's fraud, though. Why? Because it's a woman and you trust women? Or I don't understand why this doesn't look like fraud to you. She's filling out ballots. Like, I, I love women, but, I mean, just because she, she has nice hair doesn't mean I'm going to let her commit it. <laughs> Like there, if she, if you're gonna put pen to paper, you ought to have somebody there, like somebody from both sides watching over people, being able to contest it, having election officials. You see, at the end of this tape, um, Michael says, "Do you know the election process?" <laughs> All right, thanks, lady. I, I, you still, I mean, you're the master debunker over there, and here's the police officer just like, oh. Nothing, nothing going on over here, I guess. So this this type of video is being deleted off of Twitter, and um, why? Oh, there people are drawing the wrong conclusions. This looks this looks bad. And like Michael said, she's probably she's probably nothing. She's probably not. I mean, she's only filling out ballots. <laughs> what what could possibly go? You think fraud? I mean, she's probably just uh, I. I don't have an answer for you. I mean, maybe let me let me just brainstorm here. Maybe she's like trying to fill in the circles a little bit more to make them go through. There's a theory. Um, one theory I've heard is maybe this guy's reading out. This is what the the Democrats are are saying. Oh, no, 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 no. This is the process by which this man reads the ballot to her, and she writes down the same answers on the other ballot, and then they put it through the machine. Okay, if that's the case, why is there no oversight? We're going to trust this woman here to write down what this guy says. I mean, I'm sure she's maybe she's trustworthy, but like the election should not work like that. That's ridiculous. Let's keep rolling here. Oh, here's another one. This woman looks actively like frustrated. <laughs> it's like the guy that we were watching earlier who flipped off the ballot and crumpled it up. We don't know if it's a ballot, but it's like. If you're going to cheat, don't telegraph exactly what you're doing with your body language. It's it's a little over it's a little over the top ridiculous. Like this little move here. Ah. Finish your ballot for you TikToker. I'm just kidding, guys. But maybe, maybe anything's possible. Oh, speaking of anything being possible, a uh, former or disgrace might be a better word. A uh, former Illinois governor, Rod Blagovchevich, you, you know Rod, a uh, former Democrat, says stealing elections is, quote, a time-honored tradition in big Democrat-run cities like Philly. Blagovchevich says he believes Democrats are trying to steal this election from President Trump. Check this out. We appreciate it. Um, you know, I mean, it's interesting. We're talking about corruption here. Um, what do you make of uh, of what we're seeing in Philadelphia? If the question is, uh, are the Democrats stealing votes in Philadelphia? My answer is, is the Pope Catholic? 
It's a time-honored tradition in big Democrat-controlled cities like Chicago, my hometown, Philadelphia, to do precisely what they're doing now. I've never seen it on such a magnitude um, because this, I think, is an indication of just how widespread it is, how deep it is, and I don't think it's just confined to Philadelphia. My instincts, yeah. again, coming out of Chicago Democratic politics, my instincts tell me it's going on in Atlanta, it's going on in Detroit, it's going on in Milwaukee, it's going on in Las Vegas. It's like uh, what Justice Powell said about pornography. You can't defy it, define it, but you know it when you see it. And coming out of the Democratic uh, Chicago political establishment, I know how they operate. They control polling places, they stop votes when their candidates behind, and then in the wee hours of the morning, in the dark of night, Jeez. the stealing starts. And we've seen that in big numbers, un unprecedented numbers in this election in Michigan and in Philadelphia. It, it, it's outrageous. And the fact that they're doing it with the impunity they're doing it with is because the media is simply looking the other way because they have uh, they're a corrupt mainstream media that's not interested in, in protecting our Constitution or the rule of law. They just want to beat Donald Trump at all costs. And they're not just stealing from Donald Trump. It's worse than that. They're stealing from us, the American people. I mean, and not to hit a nerve, but I mean, you went to jail for this kind of stuff. I mean, is it really? <laughs> I love that. I, I've got to give the guy props for that segue. Not to hit at a nerve, but you went to jail for this kind of stuff. <laughs> I wanted to pull up the election map. I saw something in the chat that makes me think that, you know, that maybe they called something. Nope. Not according to uh, the Associated Press via Google, anyway. Associated Press via Google via Tim Truth. All right, where were we here? Uh, trying to find that video we were watching with Rod. Where you at, Rod? Getting ahead of ourselves. We have a lot to cover. Twitter probably deleted like a third of it, so we'll get through it quick. Uh, how did I lose my spot? <laughs> I'm going to put the thumbnail up real quick so you don't have to get seasick. I can't find it. Very strange. Oh, wait. Okay. I think we have some tabs to get to that I skipped through somehow, but I found the, I found the video, <laughs> found the video we were watching. Let's watch a little bit more. There's a minute left. Um, let's oh, watch. Common. I mean, you see, you said it's, it's, it's all over the place. In Democrat big cities where they control the political apparatus and they control the apparatus that counts the votes and they control the polling places and the ones who count those votes, it's widespread and it's deep. And as I said, it's a time-honored tradition. It's the kind of thing where everybody knows it happens. Now, I did not go to prison for that. I took on that corrupt Democrat machine and they brought me to ruin. They, they destroy you when you take on a system when you won't play ball uh, and when you take them on. And uh, what they did to me at a local level, at the AAA level to a Democratic governor, I see what they're doing to a Republican president at the major league level. They hijacked a governor. They're now stealing a presidency. And this is incredibly dangerous to our democracy and our freedoms. And the American people should not stand for this. This is a critical moment in our history.
And the question is going to be, do you take this lying down and just accept yeah. it and allow a corrupt political establishment to dictate to the people who their leaders should be? Or do the people rise up and peacefully protest, organize and get active and back the president? Because his cause is much larger than him. This cause is goes beyond. This is a big threat to our democracy, says Rod. I mean, that, <laughs> have you seen those compilations of the news anchors saying the same thing over and over again? One of them is, this is a big threat to our democracy. Another one is like, a child's birthday is one of the most important days, or something like that. Uh, I, I, I wish I knew it offhand. Okay, let's, let's go back. I wanted to see what we missed over here. Okay, here's what I was going to cover. I don't know how we got so far ahead in the news. Okay, uh, this is another video. The cradle of American democracy, question mark. What are these poll workers doing? In Delaware County and of course this is another video that was deleted um, that I had retweeted because it was so important I think it was another person uh, filling out the uh, the ballots on behalf of who knows who I think it might be this video thank goodness I saved it you know I'm getting in a habit now of saving videos to my computer as I encounter them uh, check out this one uh, for some more examples. So we're looking at here um, another person filling out the ballots, which I didn't know was the procedure. And where's the oversight? Like, what, what are we looking at here, Michael? I'm just kidding. I really don't understand what uh, what this is supposed to be. And this is on, like, live stream, too. This is what I don't understand. Um, if we're seeing this much, how much is going on that we're not seeing? And uh, how much could be going on before it even reaches this point? And I'm not even... I'm definitely not pushing for... Uh, Trump to win. That's not why I'm challenging the legitimacy of this. I'm challenging the legitimacy of this because I really, for a long time, have wondered how rigged are these elections. And I know that both political parties are rigged, in large part, by big money special interests. And so by the time we get to the end elections, it's usually two puppet candidates, and it doesn't matter. And you know they just screw us over in in different ways, you know, favoring different of the special interest groups. But I'm very interested in like the mechanics of exactly how does it work exactly. You know, you know what I would have loved to hear after, you know, these allegations that mail and mail and voting is unsafe. I would have loved to hear the states come out and say, nope, good luck. Good luck trying to, uh, <laughs> to, uh, fraud us, whatever the word would be. I don't think that's a verb. Uh, good luck, uh, gaming the system here. These are all the precautions that we take. Here's how you can rest easy voters. And know that it's going to be what you want. You're the cut. You're the you're the boss, people. No, they didn't come out and say that. They came out and said, "How dare you question the process?" Which you have to trust us is great. And then we're seeing videos like this come out. This is your grand process. No, I mean this is not acceptable by any means. And personally, I think they're trying to push uh, election guard. So I, I, I'm looking at this in a wholly different way than most people. I think that a lot of this is, is to bring on election guard, which could make it even worse. 
So Election Guard is apparently uh, Microsoft's gift to the world, right? Uh, open source democracy, whereby people can vote and then get a tracking number, go home and, and make sure their vote was not just counted, but that it went to the right person. Except everything else is like a black box <laughs> because the votes aren't public. So it would probably just make this whole problem a million times worse, uh, in my opinion, uh, given that I don't trust Microsoft and Bill Gates. And it, 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 theoretically, something like this would allow them to rig every single election across the world, uh, which is a terrifying possibility. So is that one reason why we're seeing all this uh, chaos and, and people delegitimizing and questioning the results of the election? I don't know. But I don't trust Election Guard one bit. I, I do think we need a good system a good logical approach, which is is foolproof. And I don't think we have that. Changed my mind. Next up, apparently internet sleuths were using Michigan government website to check for dead voters. So the website was shut down. Now it's back up. So people I know have been uh, cross-referencing death dates with, or excuse me, uh, yeah, like death certificates when people died with voting registration to see, oh, is, did that person request an absentee ballot, fill it back in, and then get counted in the election? They died, you know, 30 years ago. What's up? And I think this is one of the most uh, interesting stories in the world right now. Um, Michigan was a big shock to people. Like, let's see a 2016 election map. See... If you, if you go back uh, to 2016, you see some red up here, right? Michigan and uh, Wisconsin were red. Arizona was red. Those were the big uh, uh, flips. And now we're seeing Pennsylvania and Georgia saying they might go uh, blue also. So that's what's really interesting here is we might be seeing, like, like Joe Biden said, one of the biggest election fraud organizations in American history. So uh, let's go back. Okay, so this video is still here in my lineup. I, I think I've, when I start seeing a really explosive one, I download it and then I put it a couple times in the video. But what do you guys think he's doing here? I mean, that's a lot of pen to the ballot with nobody looking at him, in my opinion. Oh, and this is another one. I, I think like a third person might be coming out. Now, two people have already come out, Project Veritas, saying they're backdating ballots to get more counted. And now that's not necessarily, you know, taking one side or the other. But the question is, is that part of a larger campaign? Okay, here's an update. Let's check this out. Just interviewed with me. He's going to testify about the backdating of ballots in Erie, Pennsylvania, in a battleground state. He's very scared. Um, he's afraid he's going to lose his job. Even today, they were bringing up incidents to him from months ago that were already adjudicated. He is a courageous soul, and he's going to inspire so many people. This video is about to go live in an hour or two today. We're producing it as fast as we can. Stay tuned. Um, this is our election. This is very important, and this man is a hero. Hello, everyone. Very interesting coming out. 
on James O'Keefe's Twitter. Uh, this is funny. Uh, James O'Keefe says, baseless claims, journalism is dead. And that's kind of the buzzword right now. Baseless claims of fraud. Oh, that's baseless. That's, that's debunked. It's a conspiracy theory. Now, I, I do think that somebody needs to make the case that the amount of fraud was enough to sway the election. Right? Like, having some videos of people frantically filling out ballots at the station is concerning. But is that enough to... Um, to make the case that something needs to be done. They're already, I think, agreeing to recount Georgia. And it's not even been called yet, I don't think. But, um, oh, I saw a news story. Hopefully we have it in the lineup. Uh, Joe Biden is considering, buy, or maybe he already did hire, but the story was he was considering to hire, he was, con excuse I can't speak. He, he was considering hiring um, bodyguards because he was going to declare victory or uh, in case he had to declare victory. It was worded very weird on the Hill. I wanted to show you that tweet. It was uh, a tweet from the Hill, but we'll get to that in a second. Speaking of James O'Keefe, who's about to drop another expose, uh, he says, Veritas has been uh, providing undeniable video proof of voter fraud for years. This is nothing new. Voter fraud is very real and it can seriously impact elections. Let's watch his compilation here. Of his, of his work. We spent the last five years doing dozens of investigations, finding voter fraud, documenting it. Uh, Reynolds Karen on your list, please. Karen? You have Paul Susi. Hello there. You have uh, Joseph Boucher. And you've got right. a Democratic ballot. There you go, Mr. Do you have an Eric Holder, 50th Street? Please sign the name there. The name is Marshall Bruce Mathers. Okay, you just have to fill out an application okay. first, and then yeah. we'll need a picture ID or driver's license. Oh, you know what? I don't have a driver's license with me, so I can still vote? If they're not eligible to vote, and all these people are throwing out ballots, let's mm -hmm. use those ballots to vote. So right, You are totally right. You want to vote today, you might tell them that you're with your friend and you're here indefinitely. Yeah, so not 100% true. And then you'd be able to vote. So technically they're not legal, but she really wants to be able to support and help pay. Do you have any sort of a, an identification? No, I do have my driver license. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. Then show them that and you're good. I think there's a lot of voter fraud. Right. Like I say, people don't realize certain neighborhoods in particular, they bust people around to vote. It's a very easy thing for a Republican to say, well, they're busting people in. Well, you know what? We've been busting people in to these fucking assholes for 50 years, and we're not going to stop now. We're just going to find a different way to do it. Yeah. Use shell companies. Yeah. Cars come from one company, the paychecks come from another. There's no bus involved, so you can't prove that it's on mod. There you go. So it doesn't tip people off. The tape you're about to see shows a man buying a registration form from a voter, giving him, quote, pocket money, unquote, of $200 and expecting to collect his ballot when the voter receives it. But that's illegal, why? You don't get illegal. I have liability. How much This is a cash money exchanging hands. It's an open secret that everybody knows it, but they don't talk about it. Yeah, where can I find a handful of them? I'm a problem, man. I'm going to see if I can get you some, like, a little nice little handful. Oh, you're going to get a handful? All right, man. All right, brother. See what I can do. So 8 p.m. election day, November 3rd, uh, the Court of Appeals uh, ruled ballots have to be received by that time. And and what were you told? Don't stop writing today so I can mark them on yesterday's date. 
Very interesting. And that last one was the the one that broke yesterday or the day before. I think they do fantastic work over there. Project Veritas. One of the, I mean, his, uh, I was going to call him uh, investigative journalist. He definitely is, but I like his uh, his Twitter bio here. Guerrilla journalist. So you get a lot of footage. You see a lot, you see like behind the curtain in a lot of these places, be it CNN, Google, um, the, uh, I already said CNN, USPS here. There's just a lot of good uh, work that they do because they have a lot of journalists out there. And what I love about it is it's going to hold, it's going to make people honest because people are going to stop. Hopefully people are going to stop being corrupt if they don't know that there may or may not be a journalist in the room with them filming them. Like that's the hope, right? So I, I like that work. Okay, next up, uh, this is a Fox News clip here. Uh, Republicans have been locked out of watching the vote counting, says Trump War Room. I think that's Trump's campaign on Twitter. Uh, this is a quote from who we're about to watch here, Matt Schlapp. Why isn't Joe Biden joining with those lawsuits to demand that there's transparency? If they have nothing to hide and they're not doing improper, they have a funny way of showing it. Ooh. Your side and the Bush side were allowed to have a witness at every table where ballots were being tabulated and they could raise objections. Both camps agreed that that was the right thing to do in a democracy. Why isn't Joe Biden joining with these lawsuits to demand that there is transparency in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania, in Clark County, one of the most corrupt counties in this country? I tell you what, Brian, if they have nothing to hide and they're not doing anything improper, they have a funny way of showing it. When, I, when you don't have anything to hide, you let the cameras in. In Reno, Nevada, they're literally live streaming how every ballot is being tabulated. You can go online and watch it. Why can't they give transparency to what's going on in Clark County? Second of all, there's essentially no signature match. So they have a dirty file where they mailed all these ballots, the ballots are returned, and then the envelopes the ballots were returned in if they were mailed are discarded. We can't see any of those envelopes. Now the ballots, these polluted ballots, are in the are, are in the pile. We don't know what the postmark was. We don't know if they were delivered after the election. This is a disaster. We wouldn't accept these election results if they came from the undeveloped world. When Jimmy Carter and other Americans went to go observe elections in other countries, they were allowed into the counting room. We are not allowed into the counting room in the United States of America. All right, interesting. And I just want to point out we do have some triggered uh, leftists in the chat, it looks like. Michael says, notice how Tim stopped responding as soon as I gave him evidence. I really don't know what you're talking about, Michael. I've been reading the chat. Um, apparently, he wants me to micromanage him and address everything he says in the chat room of the live stream. So I'm scrolling up, Michael. Uh, I see you say, I guess Tim doesn't care about the full story. Okay. Um he says, Michigan required ballots arrive before a legally set deadline, not by election day. No, that's not necessarily true, Michael. I'm no lawyer. I don't want to weigh into this other than to say I think you're, you may be wrong there. I think it has to be postmarked by election day in many cases. I don't know exactly. You, you may be right about Michigan, but you may be wrong <laughs> is where I stand. Uh, you can post your comment again and tag me at Tim Truth. Michael, if you want me to uh, address anything else, I don't see your message where you debunked what I said. Okay, and big shout out to the chat. Uh, 
Sometimes I've got to give the squeaky wheel the grease, but I've got lots of good comments coming in. Shout out to Rasta Man. Shout out to COVID-1984. Yeah, the year has been insane, Kingdom Kong. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Miss Gender says, at Tim, some of these may be provisional ballots where you can vote, but it gets checked later. The busing thing is legit fraud. Let's see. Michael says it doesn't have to be postmarked. Well, uh, email me timtruth at protonmail.com with like the law, and I will happily uh, incorporate that into my understanding. But uh, I just don't know why they would postmark it back if it wasn't to either try to make it look more legitimate. I mean, that's obviously what it is, right? To make it look more legitimate. But whether it is needed or not, I don't know. That's a different story. It's an interesting part of the story, but I don't know. But I appreciate you being here, Michael. Okay, so uh, here's Trump on Twitter. Twitter wants you to know that this is disputed and might be misleading. He says, I can't, or I already messed it up. He says, I easily win the presidency of the United States with legal votes cast, all caps, legal votes cast. The observers were not allowed in any way, shape, or form to do their job and therefore votes accepted during this period must be determined to be illegal votes. U.S. Supreme Court should decide. U.S. Supreme Court. Oh, isn't that going to be going towards Trump? Interesting, interesting. So that's what uh, the Republicans are kind of hoping for here, for this to be contested and going through the Supreme Court. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are expecting if that happens, there to be lots of rioting and people very upset, you know, looking at Trump as like a tyrant dictator. And uh, But some people are going to look at it like he's saving the country, right? So different people are going to perceive that very different, differently, which is uh, an, an extremely interesting phenomenon. I more or less think this is all a show made for TV movie, but I can't prove that. That's just a hunch I have that I can't shake. And uh, I reference as Exhibit A, 9-11. And exhibit B, uh, NASA moon mission fakery. Okay, so check this out. Joe Biden got more votes than Obama got in 2008. So, uh, and I think they're still rolling in, right? Let's see what the election results are right now. So, right now, Biden has 73.8 million votes. So it's already gone up to 73.8 and uh, still still states reporting. So Biden, or uh, I almost called him Biden. I'll just pretend like I was going to talk about the bottom half. Uh, Biden is sitting at 73.8 million votes. And this is a picture of his uh, one of his more crowded events. And then this is Obama. Now, keep in mind that all of these people pictured here, well, most of them are now terrified about COVID. And uh, don't want to be in a situation like this. So there's that. And that's kind of the question here is like, how big is COVID in the minds of people? It's interesting. That's another one that people look at very differently. 
So uh, let's go back to this video. This is one of the more stunning videos today. Somebody thinks that somebody was just doing it for <laughs> somebody thinks uh, Michael in the chat our uh, our resident expert from uh, the the Democrat side. I imagine I don't want to speak for Michael, but I imagine um, he thinks that these are fake ballots because you can't see the Scantron lines or whatever it's called scan grid lines. I don't know. Uh, let's watch this again. It says, thanks for seven extra ballots, California. All right. So that's an interesting one. We'll have to see how that gets explained away. We have more, though, I believe. Did I cover that? Uh, we had a pretty interesting story from the Gateway Pundit that I wanted to show. It's not what you're gonna. It's not what you're expecting. Breaking decision: Desk announces Joe Biden has been elected 46th President of the United States by Cassandra Fairbanks. So the decision desk, whatever that is, let's see. Decision Desk HQ announced just before 9 a.m that Joe Biden has been elected the 46th president of the United States of America. So they called uh, Pennsylvania for Biden. Now, again, this is the decision desk HQ, whatever that is. Meanwhile, the Associated Press has not been as hasty about declaring Biden the winner noting that the race still hinges on several battleground states. So, um, this is interesting. Trump says he will not concede if Biden and the media declare victory. I believe that. That's a, probably a good assessment there. Um, to think he won't concede. Now, I've also heard that if he loses, he's going to start Trump TV and hire a bunch of the, the Fox people, since there's a lot of people who don't like Fox anymore. That, I don't know if that's true, but it's an interesting uh, announcement. But we are sitting on Joe Biden being de uh, declared the president. We're sitting, we're, we're nearing on him coming out and declaring victory. We're nearing on Trump saying, not so fast, we're going to challenge this in the courts. We're probably nearing a court battle that works its way up to the Supreme Court, where maybe they even say that Trump wins. In such case, we have on the horizon a very turbulent uh, path here. And it's amazing we can't get election results in uh, what is, how, how many days has it been? Four? Three days? Here's what we're looking at right now. Joe Biden has 264, yet all the states remaining that haven't been called are dragging their feet. Nevada's gotten two more percent in since like two days ago. And uh, Joe Biden sitting on a 21,000, actually... Uh, 26, what, I can't do the math right now, uh, 20,200, 
So that's not too too far away. Pennsylvania has turned blue as Joe Biden pulls away a little bit there. That has been red for a lot of this, uh, a lot of the weight here. He's got a 15,000 vote lead, apparently. And Georgia has flipped blue, but it hasn't been declared or projected yet. Although 99% of the votes are reported, but look how razor thin this is. It's actually kind of gotten a little bit bigger to Joe. 1,500 points or 1,500 votes in favor of Joe there. All Joe, need, all Joe needs apparently is uh, six more. Nevada would do it. Pennsylvania would definitely do it. Georgia would definitely do it. Although people are looking at Arizona as maybe somehow working out to Trump. Again, Wisconsin and Michigan, huge anomalies from usually when they go Republican. Although I'm just, I, I'm only really thinking about um, last election. They were, they were Republican. I don't know the whole history here. Uh, but Arizona, too, went Republican last time. So we're seeing weird things, though. Like, um, let me show you guys the thumbnail. This, this weird shape in the graphs where, like, all of a sudden a big box of Biden ballots show up. And then we see things coming out of Project Veritas where that would somewhat explain it if they could uh, use the USPS to get a bunch of ballots laundered in, backdating them to make them more legitimate in the eyes of the election or the the um, the vote counters. So I project this is going to be very contested. I think it's going to probably result in. I was going to say violence. Uh, yeah, I'll just stick with it. I think that there's probably going to be some sort of an issue, although I hope not. And uh, I also think there's going to be a big purge on social media. I think uh, a lot of people are going to be deleted. And I think I think there's some weird stuff. Speaking of purge, uh you know that movie, The Purge, and uh, The Purge Election Year, or something like that? I don't know. Uh, that comes to mind as well. But I hope uh, everybody has a good day. I think that's all the news. Actually, no, we have some more news here. I'm, I'm tapping out too quick here. Um, this came out last night. We, we kind of covered this, but Biden uh, cut Trump's lead in half 14 hours ago, and then he proceeded to pass him by. Remember, Pennsylvania is the place where uh, the attorney general, Josh Shapiro, the gun grabber himself, um, said, if we count every vote, Trump can't win. And we're going to count every vote. So people are like, what does he mean by that? How can he say that before the election even happens? How does he know what's going to happen? And then we look at this and it's like, just every day as they count more votes, Trump loses. It's like, oh, wow, what... <laughs> What's going on here? That's weird, right? Uh, this is AP Politics tweeting out. Uh, this was earlier this morning. The counting is not over yet, but Democrats may have a smaller majority in the House. AP explains this means passing legislation, especially on difficult issues, is going to get a little harder. And uh, that's interesting. So A lot of the work the country does is via legislation, which 
the Senate and the House are probably are, are definitely more instrumental in legislation passing um, than the president. Although the president does get to veto bills that the uh, the Senate and the House vote in the majority yay, yay on, the Senate can veto or <laughs> the president can veto those bills. But if the uh, House and the Senate both have a two thirds vote at that point, they can override the veto. So it's interesting to see, but it looks like um, there might be more gridlock in at least the House, probably also the Senate, uh, although I don't know exactly. But um, they're saying that passing legislation is going to get harder. I also saw that stock that stocks went up, even though Biden uh, looks like he's going to win and, and companies are going to be hindered with a lot more regulation and taxation. You know, at least that's what's forecasted with Biden. Um there's an underlying thing, though, that Congress has a lot of say in the process, and I can imagine if 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 the de- if if you have Joe Biden as the president, you're going to see the Republicans acting like, well, just be playing partisan politics. I was going to say acting like children and just not cooperating at all, not giving up ever a single vote. But um, that I guess maybe that's the best thing for them to do. But it's funny. It's funny how. When the situation turns, everyone does the same thing. So they all complain about how the Democrats act. Then they'll act the exact same way when it's them <laughs> to benefit. So I just wanted to cover that. That's an interesting tweet. Let's see if uh, O'Keefe's put out his latest. So we're still waiting on a, a, a big update coming through from James O'Keefe and Project Veritas. Let's go to their other... Twitter, project underscore Veritas. So this video came out three hours ago. We already covered it. Um, They're saying late ballots are being processed with uh, back dating to allow them to be counted. So I, I already showed this one. I already showed that one. Oh, this okay. We got some more here. So um, this was last night. Joe Biden has taken the lead by nine seventeen votes in the state of Georgia, and this was a big point where Biden passes by Trump, and uh, especially given that that state is usually always bright red for the Republicans, um, it's it's very strange to see that and uh, Arizona both over time after they drag their feet and take forever to count the votes it's like oh turns out it's biden he just kept he keeps gaining and gaining and gaining and gaining and then sometimes you see graph action like this where it's just like boop straight up very interesting indeed so that's what's going on in georgia i want to show the uh the map again because they might make an announcement any moment and we can break it live um but also it's interesting just to to see where we stand, allegedly. So these are stick, sticking out like a blue thumb here. PA and Georgia with the Biden lead now. Nevada's still taking their time. Arizona's still dark blue. Although, although uh, if we look at CNN, they haven't called it yet. 
So this is the Associated Press. The last thing we looked at was uh, CNN's numbers. This is kind of interesting. Breaking 911 says Biden campaign threatens to escort Trump from White House. Quote, as we said on July 19th, the American people will decide this election and the United States government is perfectly capable of escorting trespassers out of the White House. So this is kind of a graphic, a graphical representation of what I think is going to happen. Biden's going to declare victory. Trump's going to point at uh, anomalies like what we saw in Michigan and Wisconsin and also Pennsylvania and Georgia and all these videos coming out and um, the dead people voting, stuff like that. Trump's going to say it's illegitimate or they're going to do recounts and maybe they'll uh, end up having to throw out a bunch of these votes counting to Democrats potentially. Or maybe uh, maybe it stands and, and Biden wins and Trump just, you know, leaves. But interesting to see, Biden says, the United States government is perfectly capable of escorting trespassers out of the White House. Biden campaign spokesman Andrew Bates. Next up, Trump is preparing to hold a victory rally this weekend. And this came out yesterday. Let's go check that article out. Um, presidents, okay, I'm, I'm just going to look at the key part here. This is a crazy spin that Daily Mail puts on it. Um, Trump prepares to hold a, a, excuse me, Trump prepares to hold a victory rally this weekend. Trump's team is struggling to decide who will tell him he lost election. What? I don't think that's true. This is such a funny spin to this. Trump Trump also is considering holding a rally this weekend if there's no final result. I, that that Daily Mail article is something. That's how they're they're going to cover it. What was this one again? So, so people are really questioning, why aren't they letting observers in to watch? And why are we seeing uh, unsupervised tampering with the ballot? Tampering with the ballot, I mean, that, that really pisses me off. And it pisses a lot of people off. To see people, like, filling out ballots when they're supposed to be counting them is, like, one of the most offensive things <laughs> that I can imagine. And like, why are, why is there multiple people? Why? It seems like there's an army of people. I mean, maybe that's a stretch, but how many people are there in all these different precincts, all these different counting spots, just filling out these ballots, like uh, children cheating on their tests? I don't know. It's, it's like, do they have no shame? And uh, maybe they're not cheating, but it sure looks like it to anyone with any uh, <laughs> distrust and other people. Okay. Uh, did we already cover this? I, th I think so, but let's, let's delve in and see if there's anything more. Biden campaign threatens to escort Trump from the white house. Let me get the chat open here. <laughs> 
Awesome. Okay. So uh, Biden campaign spokesperson Andrew Bates is threatening to have President Donald Trump escorted from the White House in January, despite the results not being in yet. So they're just talking about that tweet. Okay. We, we covered that. That's interesting, though. Interesting developments. Almost as if they were going to have, like, the government, like a government balkanization, uh, uh, like a fission between the government into halves of the, the loyalists and the, the Bidenists. This is interesting. Uh, Department, of De- Department of Justice now looking into vote fraud evidence. Amid a surging number of allegations about vote tampering, vote fraud, vote manipulation, uh, the Department of Justice now has confirmed it has gotten a formal complaint and it is investigating. I guess this might be about the Project Veritas. I've heard that he was contacted, uh, James O'Keefe was contacted about their USPS expose and uh, that the whistleblower was going to cooperate with the law enforcement. Um, in order to make sure that the lead is investigated. Although a lot of people don't have a lot of trust. A lot of people distrust even the FBI and the DOJ. So let's see what they're saying here. Lawyers for the Republican Nevada Party, or the Nevada Republican Party, sent the referral to... Attorney General William Barr describing evidence of 3,062 instances of vote fraud. We expect that number to grow substantially. The, the Nevada GOP said on Twitter, Thousands of individuals have been identified who appear to have violated the law by casting ballots after they moved from Nevada. That's interesting. A lawyer for the Trump campaign said votes or voters were cross-referenced with the National Change of Address database, and it was learned that many had received and returned mailed ballots, even though they were no longer eligible to vote in Nevada. 3,000 of them. So wait, let's see how, how much that impacts this. Trump or uh, Biden's got a 21,000, actually 20,200, 20, right? My math's bad. 20,200. And they're saying, hey, here's 3,000 examples of people who may not be eligible. But I guess if there's enough of these examples, it, it may expose some other, you know, dominoes to fall, right? Because mail-in uh, was big this year. So if there's patterns that can be investigated about things like people voting in states they're not allowed to vote in. Or people voting twice in different states or something. Um, That's very interesting and could be very impactful. So I covered this earlier. There apparently is going to be a recount in Georgia. And there's not even really an answer about who won it. But it's already being drawn out, right? So here it is, uh, Biden up uh, 4,000 4, votes, 
and uh, they're already saying they're going to recount it. Now, that 4,000-vote lead that Biden has, he overcame Trump last night. Trump probably had that much leading yesterday. And then uh, last night, Biden pulled ahead in these late counts. But what's going on? Why can't they count all the votes? Oh, we're still waiting for every mail-in ballot that's postmarked before. It's like, oh, well, that's interesting given what we're hearing now from the USPS saying you guys are backdating them. And, uh, ah, crazy stuff. It says here, Biden's lead in Georgia expands from 1,500 to 4,263. So will there still have to be a recount? That's how Daily Mail is spinning it. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Maybe there's not going to be a recount in Georgia. I don't know for, for sure, but I thought I heard somebody say that earlier. But um, I imagine there's going to be recounts in a, a number of places. So we covered this earlier, I, th I think. Yeah, we did. Uh, where the second USPS insider came forward and says that their postmaster told them to... Uh... Wait, I don't I'm know if I... I don't think we played this one yet. Let's play this one. James O'Keefe is like putting out all these exposés just one after another and i think he's going to put out another one in just a few minutes and i'm going to see if he's already done that but let's watch this one while i check on wednesday the fourth uh we checked in at the time clock the postmaster then told us that if we were to find any ballots on our routes that day we were to collect them keep them separate in a hod, which is what we call our plastic bins, bring them back, and then we would put them in another hod, and then they would send them to be counted. These are ballots that were collected on November the 4th, the day yes. ballots in Pennsylvania have to be postmarked by 8 o'clock on Election Day, November the 3rd, or they will not be counted, according to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Yes, sir. So ballots collected on after that date should not be counted, and you're saying that your postmaster or their supervisor, William Wood, and James Malley in a stand-up meeting, they said to separate those ballots and collect them? The postmaster did. The postmaster or the supervisor did not say that we're going we're gonna to backdate them. I was firmly of the belief uh, that they were going to be backdated. I was definitely concerned. Uh, we're always hit with the hatchet. You know, you can't talk about politics. You can't influence people. Uh, and on one occasion, uh, the postmaster, James Malley, had uh, had gone had attacked uh, a carrier who had expressed support for uh, Trump. Where do you think this directive came down from? James Malia uh, is he's a good soldier. That's what he always says. He's a good soldier. So if he was passing this on these instructions, I feel confident that it came from above him somewhere. Hello. Hey, is it James Malia? It is. I have a whistleblower in your office there in Mills, Pennsylvania, who said that they were, you're collecting ballots. I'm a reporter, by the way, and I'm asking a question for you. They were collecting ballots today, uh, yesterday, separating them, potentially backdating them to November 3rd. Do you have any more information about this? What paper are you with? Who are you with? I'm with Project Veritas, and these ballots are being separated uh, in your township. And, and you were told, you were given the order. My question is, who gave you that order to do that? I, and it's a matter of public... refer you to our public relations people, okay? You have a nice night. That's a smarter response. <laughs> you 
you know, just talk to the public relations. <laughs> but that's interesting. Would a boss, would somebody uh, direct them to public relations if they thought that it was actually going to lead to their being investigated? Um, what if they knew that <clears throat> that uh, PR was going to cover for them? I mean, PR usually covers for corporations doing things, but interesting. So I, I've seen so many videos, I feel like, of James O'Keefe talking to USPS people about their postmaster doing things. And then he calls them up and they they, uh, they deny or hang up, which I guess is is what they would do if... Actually, it would. I don't think they would do that if they weren't guilty. Well, maybe they would. I don't know. I would I would think they'd be more interested in like, okay, who told you that? But they're like, nope, it's just shutting down. All right. So, uh here's another one. Uh I want I wanted to sh see what Trump's tweeting out. He said, "Where are the m missing military ballots in Georgia? What happened to them?" Ballot them right here at 3:45 a.m. because of the 38,000 ballots that right here. 38,000 ballots that arrived here, she said. At 3.45 a.m. At 3.45 a.m. They're just now sitting over there and getting counted, okay. supposedly. Okay. And that's why I arrived. Okay. To an eye-opening of hypocrisy, let me tell you. Okay. How can you have supposed to be one Republican, one Democratic at a table? Right. And when we go up to ask, we're told you're not supposed to ask. Okay. And then four Democrats to one Republican here because of the 38,000 ballots that arrived here at 3.45 a.m. So that's interesting. That's very interesting. So we're still kind of at this standstill, although it has changed since yesterday uh, in favor of Biden. Let's, let's just go back to that real quick. Um, it looks like Biden is starting to pull ahead in some of these traditionally Republican states. Again, they're trying to tell us that Joe Biden, with 73.8 million votes, got more votes than Obama got in 2008. 69 million votes. So this is going to be a roller coaster ride, I have a feeling, in the, the weeks ahead. And we will be covering it here as well as all the other news or the news that we can get to, at least not all of it, um, the most important things. But I think this is pretty important right now that people are seeing videos like this pop up and that people are just coming to defend them. Like, instead of saying, oh, wow, what if that woman was cheating for Trump? Let's investigate this. Let's see what happened. It's like, no, everyone's just going to say it's a lie. It's a conspiracy theory. Nothing happened. You didn't see nothing. You didn't hear nothing. Uh, they didn't do it. It's like they just start denying it. And you're like, I didn't even say that I think Trump should be declared the victor because I see cheating. I'm just wondering, why are we seeing all these people filling out ballots? Can we investigate this? Can we talk to this woman? Can we get what she was doing? Uh, can we get her political leanings? So on and so forth. Let's like investigate this and get to the bottom of it. But let's let's just re remind ourselves what she was doing here. <laughs> Filling out ballots and there are people looking at her that like look away at the air. What? 
She just keeps doing it. Delaware. And there's the so-called overseer. Wow. And then here's another one. What is this woman doing? Which party is she registered with? What what boxes are she is she filling out? I mean, look, we can we can see like this is high def. This is high def. You can actually see that the the boxes are getting colored in. Look, right here there are no Let me see if I can zoom it in. Zoom it zoom it for you. Also Well, no, I guess maybe this is the highest def we have right now. But I'll zoom in. Look right here. Okay. Look, you can see that circle. You can see Oh wait, I'm I'm off the wrong. You can see that circle. You can see that circle. Nothing over here yet, right? Now there is a dot there. What the heck? This is insane. I don't care who she's filling the boxes in. I need an answer. I mean, it matters who she's filling the boxes in, but I don't care what party she's, she's uh, acting on behalf of or if she's just someone who doesn't understand the importance of us. I don't know what she's doing even. Uh, this is so insane. And sorry, let me put the... Well, I've got to do this before I can toggle scenes. There we go. I just can't believe we're watching somebody on the security camera filling out a ballot. Nobody's there. Nobody cares. Except for Michael. Michael's the only person I've seen defend it. Actually, I have seen people defend this in a number of different ways. Actually, Michael didn't even defend it. He didn't even give me an explanation. He's like, yeah, even that one looked fishy to him. But she probably didn't. Oh, she probably has good intentions, he, he thought. Now, uh, this man across from her, some people are saying, is they're saying that it's a two-person team and they're transcribing ballots that got damaged so that they could feed them into the box. And it's like, I don't think that's what that looks like here at all. Let's, let's look at when they turn the pages. Look, he's looking at a piece of paper there. And he, he flips it over, and then he's, and then she flips it over. Okay. Maybe he, maybe that is true. Maybe he is reading it out, and she's writing it down. But that, if that's true, why is there nobody there to make sure that she's actually writing the answer that he says? And why why is this going on at all? Like, are they really reading? Are they transcribing ballots this way? <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. So uh, those are the news stories for right now. Let me see if anything's breaking. Uh, Facebook says platform will temporarily demote posts that share election misinformation. 
Remember, Facebook also came out and said, don't worry, folks, we'll delete a lot less content after the election. <laughs> we'll stop, we'll stop, you know, being such a-holes. Not really. It's like, oh, well, we, we meant after the election is settled. <laughs> I guess the election is still ongoing, right? Liberal pressure groups urge Twitter to ban Trump. I mean, when have they not been? That would be pretty interesting if they just, you know, ban Hammer Trump. That may that might happen actually, because uh, very soon we're gonna get in my in my estimation, just going off the numbers, we're gonna get just a, a couple more of these states going to Biden enough for him to to reach two seventy, at least on paper, at least on the graphics on the television, and on people's computer screens, he'll get to two seventy, he'll declare victory. Trump will say probably something to the contrary, and Twitter at that point might ban him. That'll be interesting to see. Not that I want him to be banned, but it's um, I'm just seeing how this might play out. So I don't know if this is a news story here. This is um, Trump campaign saying this election is not over. Yeah, this looks like it's uh, relatively new. Biden camp responds with threat to remove trespassers from White House. We saw that. He's calling Trump a trespasser. Well, not he's saying he's saying if his campaign manager says if Biden wins, they can remove Trump, who would be a trespasser at that point. So already trying to make the legal case. So even though Biden's taking the lead in the official vote count in Pennsylvania and Georgia, the Trump campaign insists it's too early to call the election. They say, quote, in a statement, they say in a statement, quote, this election is not over. The false projection of Joe Biden as the winner is based on results in four states that are far from final. The uh, the Biden campaign responded, warning that Trump could be escorted from the White House. I don't know if this is a direct response to them saying it's not over. He says, quote, or the campaign spokesman Bates says, quote, as we said on July 19th, the American people will decide the election, and the United States government is perfectly, perfectly capable of escorting trespassers out of the White House. So... We covered uh, yesterday uh, Trump coming out and saying that if you count the legal votes, he wins. If you continue to count the illegal votes, Biden wins. So basically, in my, in my assessment, in a way, declaring victory and also saying that if Biden declares victory, it's, it's fraud. So a uh, very, very important, um, important statement that he made there. Because uh, I think that's going to be his argument going forward, that 
once you throw out the illegal votes, you'll see that Trump really won. And I think he might have a point. I mean, to say the least, I think he has a point. Um, like, uh, if you just compare the support that you see for Trump versus the support you see for Biden, I think that uh, these are some some interesting numbers that we're getting in. Now, COVID throws a, a wrench into things because we can't just go rally versus rally because um, people are hunkering down in their houses in, in you know extreme fear right now. The Democrats are. So it's just an interesting time to be uh, to be alive, really. I mean, it's crazy, tyrannical times in many aspects. And I don't see Trump or Biden as any kind of savior, you know, quite the opposite. Uh, I think they're running our country into the ground. It's just a matter of who's driving the fastest. Um, I think Trump's following the speed limit a little bit more, although he's spent more than any uh, than any president to date, just uh, driving our uh, debt up to twenty seven trillion. But I don't think Biden's the answer to that. I don't think Biden's the answer to much, and uh, he scares me in the president role. Trump scares me too, but like I say, Biden scares me more. So that's where I stand on it. Um, I'm just taking it all in, seeing what happens here. It's very interesting to watch. And I appreciate everybody tuning in. You all rock. Thank you for being here. Even the people who think I'm crazy or who disagree with me, I always love reading your comments. And uh, shout out. let me shout out some people here. Edward, Mike, Hexafoos, Mick, Fool, Good Vibes, Quiet Storm, COVID-1984, We to the People, Thank you, everybody, for stopping by. Timbuk2, good to see you again. Todd asks, where is Trump on all this? That's a good, that's a good question. He's mostly sitting back and, and staying quiet. Um, some QAnon people are saying that's the 10 days of darkness. I, I have no idea. Um, it seems like he's being very quiet right now. You're right. I hear that he might have a rally, a victory rally this weekend. Um, Daily Mail had a hit piece about that, if I've ever seen one. Stephen Crumley's, you know, speaking of Q, says there is no plan. Well, I think there are many plans, um, but I get your point. Armas, thanks for stopping by. Italian Carrot Red, good to see you. So LT, thanks for being here. RVLZNVN, thanks for stopping by. Uh, Deborah86, thanks for being here. All right, everybody. Oh, uh, Marcus says Project Veritas about the drop. Let's check that out real quick. They did say that like in an hour or two, they would drop their next video. I think this is relating to that. He says, one of the USPS officials in Pennsylvania has just agreed to go on the record and is willing to testify under oath to the backdating of ballots. We will, we will be releasing his interview immediately. That's uh, James O'Keefe. So uh, I, I don't see him having put out that new expose yet. Oh, he says 15 minutes, nine minutes ago. 
All right, we'll we'll maybe keep this uh, stream going a little bit. Let's let's just uh, let's address what's going on on the map, and that'll probably buy us some time. We'll use CNN's numbers since they might be a little bit different. So uh, Pennsylvania, Biden sitting at a 0.2% lead. Uh, Trump needs 14,000 ballots. 14,500 to be exact. Well, not exact, but more, more, uh, more accurate. <laughs> Arizona and Nevada... Are leaning Biden. Actually, most of the remaining states are leaning Biden. And they lean more and more Biden as time progresses. As big batches of ballots get dropped off. But what does it mean? What is going on behind the scenes here? That's my question. Oh, that's a good point, Mike. Um, I think I had some something queued up from InfoWars. Um, and then we'll play. Yeah, here's um their Pachobic video. So we'll address this. I don't think there's I don't think there's much to what um Steve no, not Pachobic, uh PH Genovic. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, but let's look at this InfoWars report. Um uh, they, they're claiming that Nevada voters were told to register after casting ballots, and they claimed they were illegal votes. Voters told to go to DMV after voting to get registered, says Whistleblower. So this is just alleged. I don't know if this is true. It just came across my desk. Um, this is out in Nevada where, you know, we saw... We're, we're still seeing counting taking place, but it's leaning, leaning Biden. According to the whistleblower, people without a Nevada driver's license or ID card were allowed to vote, but were told to go to their nearest DMV by Friday for an expedited driver's license or ID cards so they could be registered to vote. In Nevada, a driver's license or ID card application also serves as a voter registration application. And then here's a piece of paper that was allegedly given to uh people their their talking points good morning we have been receiving calls from customers in regards to the following the customer went to a polling site without a nevada driver's license or id card but had proof of address they were allowed to vote and were given a piece of paper to go or a piece of paper to be expedited through and obtain an id card or driver's license these customers were following through with what they had with what they were told but turned away from the field office as they did not have an appointment. The customers are claiming they were given until Friday to get an ID or driver's license. Otherwise, their votes wouldn't count. The customers are claiming they were given until Friday to get an ID or driver's license. Otherwise, their votes won't count. If you received any calls like these, please inform the customer that they need to go to the nearest DMV office to complete the transaction. Complete the transaction. Per field service administrators, their customers will be assisted and not turned away. And then at the bottom, highlighted, bolded, underlined, please, please do not send these people away. We have report, we have reports that staff just sent people away without reporting this to anyone. Get these customers in. We had no idea this was or is occurring. Julie is following up with the governor's office. Thank you. 
that's really interesting. And then this is another video that's making the rounds. I, I, I don't think there's much to this, to be honest. I think it's a bit of a stretch and a bit of... Sorry, I'm having some tech issues here. A bit of a wishful... A bit of wishful thinking. Shoot. Testing. I'm having mic issues here. Mic. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> that was weird. Something's weird going on with my wiring here. Yeah, I know. Uh, it'll come. It'll come back. So, uh, Infowars here. Let's watch this video. This is really a sting operation. Contrary to what everybody else said, Trump knew this was happening. Eric knew this was happening and warned the public. I knew this was happening. However, I could not say anything about it. What happened was we marked, watermarked every ballot with what's called the QFS blockchain encryption code. In other words, we know pretty well where every ballot is, where it went, and who has it. So this is not a stolen election. On the contrary, we reversed the entire game of war along the lines of Sun Tzu, the art of war. And Trump was brilliant and still is brilliant at it. The reason he hasn't been seen, and Alex correctly said, oh, I haven't seen him in several days. Well, in the art of the war, you pull back, allow your enemy to make all the mistakes that they are making, manipulate the situation, expose them, and then come in for the final killing. And that's what's happening now. None of this was unexpected. All of this was expected. All of this is part of the sting operation we're running. All right. So interesting report there. Sounds like the audio is working better, too. Sorry for the audio issue there with the mic. I don't even know what, what it was, to be honest, but I'll try to figure that out. So, um. That's the news here, but we are waiting to see if Project Veritas will drop at any minute. Uh, just a few minutes ago, they said 15 minutes. Actually, it says 15 minutes ago, they said 15 minutes. Um, we'll see, though. Sometimes it takes longer than you might expect uh, to get things uploaded and processed. So uh, let's look at the map here. This is the AP numbers. And it's looking like a, a Joe victory. If you just go off the, the numbers on the screen... But we have videos like this showing up with people putting pen to ballot over and over and over again. And nobody cares. Oh, wait, I probably should have addressed the uh, the clip we just watched there <laughs> um, about them knowing where every ballot went and there's a watermark on it or something or blockchain secured. It, anything's possible, um, but I'm, I'm not holding out for that. I don't think that's going to happen, um, and I don't 
even think I believe it. Like, I, yeah, I think it's interesting what he said about Art of the War with Trump sitting back and letting his enemies make the mistakes and, you know, not incriminating yourself or saying anything might be a valuable thing at this point. Maybe his lawyers are like, don't say anything, Trump. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I, but I think it's going to be a turbulent, rocky next few weeks. It also seems like Project Veritas is about to drop something big here. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing what they have. Oh, look, here we go. Breaking Project Veritas, everybody. James O'Keefe, or I-I-I. So James O'Keefe the third on Twitter. Also Project underscore Veritas. Breaking Pennsylvania at USPS whistleblower Richard Hopkins goes public. Confirms federal investigators have spoken with him about Postmaster Rob Weisenbach's order to backdate ballots to November 3rd, 2020. Okay, so I guess he's going public with his name and uh, his identity, maybe. Um, and we'll see what he says here. Spectre contacted you today. Or maybe this is somebody else. Maybe this is a, 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 another person. Um, based off his previous tweet, I think it might be... Um, I don't know. I, I don't know who, who we're talking, you know, how these people are related in terms of the different whistleblowers, because some of them were anonymous. But this guy um, is not blurred out. He's given his name, but I think he might have the same boss, Weisenbach, Rob Weisenbach. I think that was the same one we saw earlier. I mean, the same questions you asked me yesterday. Oh, wait, same questions you asked me yesterday. So maybe it is the same guy. We should just watch the video. The postal inspector contacted you today in, in Pennsylvania? Yes. Uh, yes. What did they say to you? Uh, they asked me the same questions you asked me yesterday about the, what I'd seen and what, what I'd heard. And we're asking if I had any more information or whatnot. You witnessed your supervisor backdating a ballot to November 3rd? I did not witness them backdating it. I witnessed them talking about backdating. What did you hear them say? They were talking about how the day before, which was before, they had postdated all but one of the they had, uh, all but one of the uh, ballots that were picked up as the third, but they had one that they made a mistake and postmarked it the fourth. You heard Robert Weisenbacher say this to Daryl, or Daryl say it? How did it, how did you hear it? Uh, Robert was saying it to Daryl. Robert was saying it to Daryl. Yes. To 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 they made a mistake on the ballot and they should have backdated the November fourth ballot to November third, correct? Yes. And you heard this and um, since you did the interview with me uh, in the shadows, what what has happened to you at your employment? They they were taking an action against you today? Uh, well, I'm not for sure, but they are bringing up stuff that happened uh, like in the past. So they brought up old allegations against you today that were already adjudicated, and they brought those up today. Yes. These inspectors have. What, what was this? What was the nature of your conversation with the? Uh, uh, post office officials that reached out to you today about this, about our interview? Um, they said that uh, I was, well, because of certain factors, I was kind of implicated as the one who had came out. So they wanted to get my side of the story because they wanted to start an investigation into this. I think this comes from above them, and that's what I told the postal inspectors. I just think they were just doing what they're told. And, yeah. So another great uh, video from Project Veritas showing that this guy has come out, put his name on the on the whistleblowing, 
which I think adds a lot of credibility to it, seeing as he's uh, talking with federal investigators who might be looking into um, voter fraud. And he's also he apparently under investigation at work uh, for other issues that they resurfaced because, because of this, apparently. But also they said that they know it was him and that they might be investigating him at, the, at work. So um, no good deed goes unpunished, right? So that's very concerning to see. Uh, shout out to this uh, postman for not just hearing that and not doing anything. Of course, only if, if it's true. I don't know if it's true. It's, it's, you know, hearsay for me at this point. You know, he's telling us that he was instructed to separate ballots so that they could backdate them for whatever reason. The only thing I can think of why they would bother doing that is, and I think he also, or some, one of them, I think one of the whistleblowers said that they were just also trying to see if they can find ballots laying around. I might be wrong about that. But uh, very concerning what we're seeing on all these different fronts. And I'm glad we got to get that last Project Veritas video in and before we wrap up here. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Sorry for the various audio issues throughout the stream, but uh, we'll try to get those sorted out and better in the future. So thank you everyone so much for being here. Uh, we're going to be doing lots more streams in the future. So make sure you stay tuned for more. Hope everybody has a great day.